The following episode was recorded over Zoom during the COVID lockdown. The technical audio quality may have room for improvement, but we did what we could and hope you can still enjoy our story and adventure. Hey there, Carmichael here. You're listening to Fables of Refuge, a series led by my good friend Jarrett Sullivan with our friends and creative peers, Jess Ayers, Allie Fitzgerald, Carter H. Michael, and Laura Daly. This is the first of many series planned, our firstborn child, if you will. If you like what we're doing or think you have the means to generously chip in and make our stuff better, please head over to patreon.com slash fablesd20. If you've never played D&D or watched or listened to any Dungeons & Dragons content before, I got you covered. Basically, it's an improvised adventure game where the players roleplay as their characters to tell an unscripted long-form story. They generally can do whatever they want, but the results of their actions are dictated by the Dungeon Master and the rolls of dice. The standard die used is a 20-sided dice called a D20, and basically the higher the roll, the better the outcome, one being total failure, 20 being total success. With that being said, let's begin. It's Hello, everyone. Uh, as you could tell from our Picasso painting, right before uh, everything went live, the Zoom meeting kicked Laura out. Her internet went out. Her internet oh, went internet, out. Okay. internet went out. Okay, that's fine. Surprisingly, the only person we can't see right now is Carter. Yay! <laughs> that's all you Car- need to Carter, see. Carter, if you if you go left or right, <laughs> you you can peek around. Jeff, there he is. <laughs> hey, Carter. <laughs> what am I doing? Hello. You're, pe- you're peeking around Jess's uh, camera. There you are. <laughs> oh, oh, yep, he's over there. <laughs> it looks you- like he's behind Jess. Are you saying you can't see me? Uh, if you turn the, go a little bit more to your, your <laughs> come on, a little bit more, a little bit more. There you are. You're peeking right behind Jess's. <laughs> this is a Picasso. <laughs> uh, well, Amazing. Our- do we have anyone in the audience right now? We do. We have ten wonderful humans uh, here P- with us. Kiri Pepper um, is asking you, Carter, if you're jumping through time and space. Uh, <laughs> yes, I am. He's a time lord. <laughs> I mean, technically, we're all moving through time and space. Also, I'm just really one, excited. one second forward. I'm taking leaps. I'm really excited that just... the true muffin man is following us. The true are, muffin. Are you? Carter, are you taking quantum leaps? Mm. Uh, yes, I've never. Is that a movie? That's a movie, it's a right? TV show. Oh, <laughs> I think there was a movie. But Scott Bakula. Wasn't Scott Bakula in the TV Bacula. show? No, Scott Bakula. He jumped into different people's bodies throughout time. That's right. That's what quantum leap was. I couldn't remember. It's been a minute. Speaking of jumping into different bodies, what were they thinking with Wonder Woman eighty four when they had? I haven't seen it. I He's still so it. upset about uh, this movie. Oh. Dang it. Why are you so mad about this movie, Carter? It's still got a spoiler it go. tag. Let it go. We can't spoil you know how many bad on, movies on I have seen in my entire <laughs> life? A lot. But it I've could let have been, them go. It could have been great. Where are you, and Carter? It, uh, it could have been great. Okay, there's a lot of people on Twitch saying they haven't seen the movie, so you're going to spoil it. Right, so don't spoil it for our audience, Carter. Don't be that person. So does anyone, <laughs> while we're waiting on Laura's internet to restart and the joys of uh, monopoly when it comes to internet service providers. Spectrum! Um, 
Uh, she may be coming back soon. Does anyone have a question that we could or answer? AT and T. Yeah, good idea. If anyone's got a question, yeah. toss it in the yeah. chat. You know what, Jarrett? Since we also have the time, toss like what what happened last episode for any of these people that are missing out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we might as well use the time. We are trying to like rework how we do things with our intros and our times to do stuff. But whatever. It's a sign, Carmichael. It's a sign that you were wrong. <laughs> you know, we just have to recap. Uh, so the last game, our uh, beloved party uh, interacted with the salt hand and were sucked into kind of a, a vision state of some kind or uh, the uh, Obsidian King Bayek called it uh, a memory. Uh, the lady's memory, uh, and uh, which is sort of what it is. Um, and they learned about the what the different uh, articles of items, weapons, and whatnot to help fight the Lord and Lady are. They learned a bit about the different hounds, and uh, then also learned about the dangers that the Lord and Lady pose. There's Laura, uh, and how the Lady can control arcane users like she offers power but she can also control them uh when she's at her height and then that the lord he does more of a uh similar vein but in with uh like holy and uh nature magic which uh has its own implications of how he's able to do that um and then they shot some lightning at a uh at the Peace Refuge Shield, and uh, there was something kind of happened, but not enough of something happened, so that's interesting. Jared, uh, when, you, when you said Peace of Refuge, you said it so fast, it sounded like Pizza Refuge. <laughs> pizza Refuge. Welcome to Pizza Refuge. Stop, everybody. <laughs> all right, um, we're, all, we're all here. Great. All right. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> greetings and salutations. Welcome the Fables of Refuge. Yay! Yay! Uh, this is a live play D&D show where we play in a campaign of my creation. I'm your Dapper Dungeon Master, Jarrett Sullivan, and these are your players. Hi, I'm Jess Ayers, and I play Tazzy, the Blue Dragonborn Monk. Hi, I'm Laura Daly, and I play Chandri, the Half-Elf Fighter. Hi, I'm Carter Michael, and I play Ash, the Tiefling Ranger. Hi, I'm Allie Fitzgerald, and I play Marza, the Tiefling Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Carmichael. I play Julius, the Treant Cleric. Nice. Okay. Uh, our heroes were rolling up or clomping up on their horses toward the uh, main gate of the City of Oak. What would you like to do? So how much farther is your apartment, Sean? Oh, wait. We're waking up at Chandra's apartment, right? No, 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 no. We haven't arrived yet. We just oh. arrived at the gate outside the city. Uh, it's a little ways in because uh, we're coming in from the west side. Mine's like not right on the water, but it's like in the neighborhood adjacent to the stilts, right? <laughs> so uh, it's. Uh, I was re-going over my notes, so that's probably oh, okay. a good point. Uh, the the industry district is actually on ground within the wall, mm -hmm. uh, and that's where uh, you your place right. is because it's right. where up it where it is. Yeah, uh, so it's a little ways in. Yeah. Um, you said you live above a bar? Oh, no, I live above a blacksmith shop. Oh, that's uh, so cool. The rent was real cheap, so. You live above a blacksmith shop? Oh, dear. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, um, I had nothing to my name when I arrived, so I kind of took what I could get. That's what happens when you, you know, get tossed overboard. Um, We might have to uh, get you a a new apartment with all your treasure money now. It's cool. It's cool. You guys will see. Uh, the the guy Groff, the blacksmith, he's cool. We hit it off. It's all good. It's just it's small. So yeah, it's you know, also temper loud. your expectations. Yeah, you know, actually, he starts hammering every morning at six a.m. So well, I grew up in a, a two bedroom <laughs> home, so I'm not used to much space either. So I'm sure it'll be nice and cozy. Cozy. I like that word. It's cozy. I, I mean, do. I used to share a room with like 20 other people, so this is good. Yeah, I shared a room with my brother and sister. Well, I didn't have any siblings. It was just the other monks at the monastery. It was like a community room, you know, like a dormitory. Oh, that's. Cool. I bet it was quiet, quieter than like a regular dormitory. It was a, well, yes, it was quiet. I might, um, I might find a, I'm, I'm feeling really, I feel like I'm coming down with something and I don't want to get you all sick. So I might find my own place. Julius is already checking his fever. Do I believe him? At an inn. Um, Ash? Make, make a deception check, Ash, and then everybody, and Tazu <laughs> make insight of the pose. Um. Ash, I think your royalty is showing. It's a uh, to tuck it in. It's, it's a four. <laughs> I rolled. I rolled so low. I rolled the lowest I could possibly <laughs> roll without a nat one, and I got a five. Yeah, he's <laughs> so. Totally I know he's lying. full of shit. <laughs> okay, I. Well, you know what? There are plenty of. Lovely accommodations in this city. I'm sure you'll find something. It's it's it has nothing to do with you guys. Um, it's rude to lie, Ash. <laughs> oh, I knew he was lying. It's fine. I know, but it's rude. I'm sorry. Are all, you? We didn't grow I up the way you did, sleep. Ash. What'd you say? We didn't grow Why up like you. <sighs> yep. Oh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so you're approaching uh, along the uh, stone paved road uh, up into the wall. You see, it, it's it's fairly tall. It's like a, a 20 foot uh, structure. It's a, a mix of natural materials. It's stone. Uh, it's uh, shaped stone. It's it's earth that's been moved. Uh, there's wood beams and all sorts of kind of natural materials built into it um and uh it's it's not really a fortification like it serves as protection but it's not a castle wall like if you really wanted to take out the wall of the city of oak like someone could do it it's not designed for battle it's kind of just general protection and like protection from some of the elements coming from the west more so than a fortification. There are the fortification towers you saw that kind of dot the land as you approach, where people, you know, they essentially will have soldiers there, the the prince's guard, and people to take attackers. But 
that hasn't ever really been a problem in Refuge. Uh, westward attack, like everything always comes from the sea. So all the defenses really go out from the dock and it's all about the boats and the cliffs. So like it's not really designed as a fortification, which is uh, different than Spring, Ash. Like Spring is very much a fortified type of place. Um, so there, but there are gates and, and multiple roads coming into the city that you can see. So as you approach, there are uh, some of the princely guard just making sure everything's fine. So uh, like they're, they're looking, there's a cart ahead of you and they're, it's just full of like grain and things. So they're just kind of poking in and looking at it. And then they just wave on the, the farmer for him to come in. It's a little late in the evening. Um, so not as much traffic coming in. There's a lot of traffic going out um, for people that are selling their wares. You come up and there's a, a human just in a, a tabard and kind of basic armor. He's got a spear and he's like, uh, all right, um, welcome to the city of Oak and uh, what's your business? Hi, we are the Bad Ashes and uh, we're here to I'm, visit. I'm sorry, we're just a group of nice folks and Chandri uh, here lives in the city, we're her friends. Uh, yeah, I'm in uh, the the boards. I'm just heading home for the day. Mm. Marza gives Ash a whack in the shoulder. Yeah. I uh, okay. Uh, great. Well, uh, welcome home. Uh, uh, if you've been away for a while, it's a it's a little it's still oak. Uh, it's a little weird with the like navy thing going on, but uh, kind of exciting. So great. Uh, uh, don't cause any trouble. If you need anything, uh, come and let the guard know, uh, trouble-wise. Uh, okay. Thank you. Hello. Mm-hmm. Thank Julia you. Julia says you were He's like, huh? <laughs> oh. Thank you very much. I thought you were like on wheels or, okay. Um, welcome. Thank Three. you. It's very nice to be here. So as you, uh, enter in uh, the industry district is kind of what is immediately within the walls because it's still uh, it's still ground here. There's still earth. Uh, it's almost the shore. You can hear the water, you know, the sound of everything and you can see the city sprawling out ahead of you. So it's all uh, carpenters and, and masons and blacksmiths and all the industry that builds up around that. So there's uh, there's suppliers, people that bring in stuff from outside to help supply these people. There's uh, cheap hotels and inns. There's there's cheaper working class accommodation, uh, people that are coming in and out. There's a, a sort of half market here. Uh, the main market is out on the docks, but here there's kind of some land market and just people that are selling ore for local business and that kind of thing. Uh, and there's, uh, it's all fairly simple. It seems, uh, prepared for a fire is like a lot, it's a lot more stone on this side. And then as the city progresses, you can see where the planks start and the stilt city gets its name where there's, uh, wooden structures that are holding things up. And there's also stone pylons that you notice kind of when you look forward and the city builds itself out. And then in the center, I'll get right to you, Marza, in the center, uh, kind of lording over everything in the distance is the princely seat, which is a, a large stone tower built into the, the heart of Genin. Uh, it's it's kind of elaborate and uh, and 
definitely makes a statement of we're important here. Uh, but yes, Marza. I was just curious for Marza, like since she's from Cause and that's kind of like a port city, I know it's like smaller uh, mm -hmm. than Oak, but do, does she notice any similarities? Um, it's interesting, like, because there's docks where you grew up, and mm -hmm. but this is kind of like the whole city is a giant dock and then built on top of a dock as it goes out and out and out into this bay mm -hmm. that it's built into. So it's, 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 there are things about it that are very similar, mm -hmm. but it's City of Oak itself is very unique. Mm -hmm. okay. For us as players and or the audience, does it remind us a little bit of, um, like Kentuck Bay? The, of Kentuck Bay in the side quest? Um, Kentuck Bay, all the buildings are essentially ships. Oh, that's uh, right. They were on, um, yeah. And it kind of, and contains. it kind of floats. Uh, the stilt city is, is built, uh, into things that are built into the ground. So it's fairly stable. And all the, a lot of the houses are more like Tudor styled and built, uh, and have, you know, multiple levels. So it's, it's more like a city than, than Kentuck Bay and much larger. Got it. Yeah. This is probably the biggest place. I've ever Has seen. Ever been to you? I mean, the den is a pretty big place when you came through there. Uh, this is one of the biggest places you've been to. It's one of the largest for the people watching. It's one of the largest cities on the planet, um, meaning not millions because there's just not that big of a population. But uh, it's yeah, a big place. Chandra, you're used to it. Uh, the, it's very familiar in its smells and sounds, uh, especially in the industry district. And as you get to the boards. Uh, that's where the shore is, and there's lots of water and muck underneath there, and it makes an interesting smell uh, for for people. But if you're familiar to it, it's almost pleasant. I was um, gonna say, I feel like Marza kind of takes a deep breath in and inhales it, and it makes her think about home. There's a fishiness, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a little sad, a little happy feeling. Yeah, and uh, and interesting. It's it's evening, so uh, there are lanterns built along the roadways and that hang on buildings but they uh they begin to to as the sun is setting behind you they begin to clink on and it's a brilliant even light it's not fire they're not being lit by a muse they are somehow magic and they just illuminate and they're built into like crystalline structures so it's uh, it, it provides an even, steady light that you know lights the streets, and you can see in the distance as the city starts to light up, and that's a very interesting thing. Oh, this is, is really it pretty, supposed Chandra. to smell like this? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there are other parts of the city you can go to where it's a little less fishy, but yeah, it's there's there's a whole lot going on in this neighborhood, so you know you'll. You'll smell lots of smells. I don't know. I like I'm smelling it now because I was gone for like what two months, one month. Um, but, two months, yeah. Yeah, uh, but you you get used to it. Like most of the time, I don't even smell it anymore. The lights are really very pretty. potent. Yeah, what's up with these lights? I know, but they're very pretty. Oh, yeah, they're neat, right? It's really nice when you're stumbling home late at night after a couple drinks. It makes it a lot easier to find your way home, TBH. You stumble home after uh, only a couple drinks? I I was lowballing myself. Many. <laughs> okay, good. 
Um, I'm no lightweight. I was a sailor. That's true. Um, speaking of drinks, it uh, looks like there is an inn nearby. Yeah, that as Sean Reed is, is leading you toward uh, her place, uh, you do pass uh, what, a, a, a decent looking establishment. It's called the Lord's Foam. The Lord's Foam? That's awesome. <laughs> Carter, it's uh, Carter. Ash, it's 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 named after you. He's the yeah. only Lord, the only Lord in existence. Yes, just me. Um, oh, yeah, I've got a bar I usually go to that's a little divier that's farther down the street, but if you want something nicer, this isn't bad. Well, I mean, just for me to stay the night, that's what yeah. I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what time is it right now? It's early evening, right? Yeah, it's early evening. The sun sets in the west, so it, it's a little bit darker once you're in the wall, so that's why the lights are good. You know what? Chandri, let's let's check out. Well, I don't know what we're doing right now. Um, if you want to go to your bar or not, but we can go to your bar and then I can hit this in later. Uh, let me show you where where I live so that we can rendezvous there in the morning, and then we can go to the bar and then split. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Great. Yeah, you lead, and you uh, you come through, and the streets get a little smaller as you come off the main way. Uh, it kind of goes you know straight toward the princely seat. So you get off in these smaller roads. It's still uh, easily navigate with small carts. And, uh, oh, what did you want to do with your horses? There are carriers oh, uh, yeah. and stables and whatnot when you come in through the gate where there's still grass and land and things. Uh, forgot to. Yeah, I think we would probably, I would want to board them like more to the Western side rather than trying to bring them super far in since it's yeah, it gets, really busy. Yeah, and it gets costly. Same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you can find yes. decent stables. They they negotiate, like, uh, asking how long you want to be boarded. And, uh, you know, they can, uh, if you want it to be, like, a week for all of them, they, they, they'll they probably charge, like, two gold, two, five, five gold is probably what they're going to offer for all of them for a week. It's fine. For a week, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a gold for each of us. Clean water. Yeah. Uh, we walk them. Well, that's very kind of them. We have so much, so much gold. Yeah, Do I'm, I'm doing pretty well for myself. <laughs> yep. Oh, 10 gold then. <laughs> that was a, that was we a don't joke. say this out loud. <laughs> This is me thinking, my and inner we, monologue. <laughs> and we especially yeah, yeah. don't say it loud enough for the DM to hear. Uh, yeah, so, so they, they were going to... the DM? It, uh, it seems... Uh, that This one is kind of built into the wall, um, it, but it seems like a, a fairly decent, uh, well-maintained place. Like, there's definitely shadier and not-so-nice stables that people also use, uh, but this one seems all right. Like, yeah, and... You know, all your your Winnie Cooper is like fairly happy about the the situation. Seems fine, and uh, Brown is is happy to be able to do whatever he wants to do. And yeah, Mazda doesn't even say bye to him. She just hands the five gold over. <laughs> yeah, he 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 like when they pull him, he like just goes with them so nicely, and they're like, "This is a great horse." Mm -hmm. He has a reputation for being very well-tempered, so I think you should have an easy time. No, it seems that way. Uh, 
so yeah, and then uh, Ash, your horse, of course, he's uh, they're like they pull a more experienced hand over to to deal with this larger animal, and they're like, okay, all right, come on, Dad, come on, Dad. So shockwave, don't give him too much trouble. Yeah, he he he's got his particulars, uh, but he goes in. Goes to keep protecting his horsely friends, so he goes with them. Uh, so, no big deal. Um, okay, so you get down the streets, and uh, Chandra starts leading you, Ash, and everyone to like kind of a, a winding way, and then you end up uh, coming up on the backside of a blacksmith. Um, it's just before the boards. There's still uh, earth floor here. There's still like paved, stone paved roads, uh, which you can kind of surmise is more of a safety issue because you don't want to have a blacksmith built out on a wooden structure. Uh, yeah, cause incredible damage and kill a lot of people. So you want to have it in uh, on ground. <laughs> so push in the yeah. whole thing falls yeah, through. Fall through, start big fires, all sorts of problems uh, when it comes to heavy metal working. Uh, yeah, so fire. And you do see a sign uh, hanging from a, uh, a well-made wrought iron uh, hanger on the side of the building. It says the sharpened fang. Uh, it does seem like there's like an assistant working on a few a few things under there. Uh, you hear some hammering and whatnot, but it does seem to be kind of the end of the day. Sh- Chandri, uh, so you, you own this home? Like, like Ash uh, does the farm, right? No, I rent it. So the blacksmith, Groff, owns it. And he had an extra room upstairs, and so I pay him every month to let me live there. Oh. Have you been paying while you've been gone with us? You know, funny thing is, I didn't expect to be gone that long, but I'm going to make it up to him. (laughs) What happens when you don't pay? Uh, We're going to find out. I'll I'll explain. He's we're cool. I'm sure I'm sure he'll understand. Maybe he rented it out already. Well, Just that would suck, else. but that's a possibility. We might have to fight them. Maybe them I don't, I'm trying to decide. Would Chandri be responsible enough to like send a letter at some point? Be like, hey, it's up to you. Uh, let's say I waited like two months before I was like, oh shit, the rent. And then I like wrote a letter and sent like five silver or however much it was like for those two months and for the next two months and just mailed it. Like, sorry, I'm late. I've been hung up. Uh, witch stuff. Sorry, Chandri. And <laughs> so I, I did fall behind, but I like, I haven't been completely AWOL. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's got his home and shop on the first floor. Mm-hmm. Uh so if you want to go in there, you can talk. To yeah, them. yeah, I want to go inside. All right, so it's a, it's fairly simple dwelling. You guys see, uh, there's like a counter for doing business, and there's a a, a graying orc, uh, half orc. He's a half orc, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, who's like going over his books? He's got a uh, one of the lights from outside he's actually got something very similar uh set up in here so he's like going over his ledgers and he's got uh some uh like spectacles on and he's uh as you come in he's like uh we're closed for business 
Not for me, you're not. Mm. Ah. <laughs> hey! And an orcish, I'll say, how have you been? Yeah, he comes around the corner. He's like, ah, oh, Chandra. Uh, I don't know. And he's like, greets you in orcish. He's like, ah, oh, long to see you, girl. All right. Uh, uh, sorry for being late, man. Like, I just... That's, that's, crazy things are happening in the world. You remember that earthquake on New Year's Eve? Mm-hmm. Dude, it has been so much crazier than that. Like, I'll tell you all about it sometime, but it's been nuts. Anyway, these are my friends, um, and I introduce everybody. Hello. Interesting. Uh, Hello. Hi. Yeah, he's taking you all in. You know, sees, sees Julius, like, raises an eyebrow, and then it's just like, eh, whatever. Uh, of course, there's three people. Uh, uh, and he's like, "All right, uh, uh, yeah, your room's still up there, and you owe me like eight silver." Uh, oh yeah, sure. Um, I get out, and I'll be like, "You know what? Can I just pay in advance for the rest of the year? Because I'm going to be traveling a lot, and I don't want to have to think about it." Oh, I mean, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, so I just give him. A year's worth of rent, however much that yeah, is, we can figure it out. Like, for the, I mean, it's we're we're in uh, shadow waning, so it's like three quarters of the year. It's just like a few gold. He charges you yeah. like four gold, sure, um, because it's not nice accommodations. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not exactly a hot commodity. Yeah. Right? He's bad. He stored things up there before you took it. And he's like, okay. It's a crash pad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, exactly. Oh, okay, great, great. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, great. He just put that in his pocket. He's like, ah, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. That earthquake, a lot of stuff broke. So I got uh, oh, a lot man. of business. Well, that's, that's been good. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like, every, like, the sound in here must have been insane with all the stuff on the walls. Like, mm-hmm. big cave came up and flooded. Oh, wow. Man. Well, I mean, it's been a long time since there's been a, a wave problem, but the old stuff still works and all the pumps are still going. So it, it ended up not being that bad. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you're back in Oak. Uh, met some interesting folk, it looks like. Yeah, it, they're definitely an interesting bunch. Um, didn't know wow. if I'd, uh, I didn't know if I'd see you because a lot of the uh sailors out there have been uh making their way inward it seems really mm-hmm. is that well your type of sailor as it ah. would be sure uh, but why mm, some sort of uh sea witch or a curse you know how they are they something some Spooked a bunch of them, but it's, you know, brought crime down, so, eh. When you say sea witch, mm. do you mean, like, a siren or, like, a like a person or what's going on there? Yeah, I mean, all I know is the scuttlebutt, but uh, uh, there's somebody that's, like, a ghost or a witch or... Uh, Somebody who everyone said was dead. Uh... Hey, Chandri, that sounds a lot like that thing that. <laughs> yeah, I, we just have been hearing a lot of weird stories on the road. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of guys uh, are, a lot of them are like 
waking up in the night and then running away. So that's been fun for the guard. People think there's crime and then it's just people getting scared. Nah. Um, Marza messages, messages to Tazu. I think you're right. It's Chandri's old friend. <laughs> Tazu reply to that? Yeah, yeah, because it's kind of in your head. It's not really like you can... Do I have a word limit that I can reply with? I don't know how the most... Essentially. <laughs> it's very vague. Yeah. Oh, okay. Taz would just be like, I know, that's really weird, right? Like, Chandra's friend said the thing, and then the like this guy is saying that the, that there's the sea witch, but then his friend was talking about how their other friend was, like, undead. And <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, mind, like, dump from Tazu's. <laughs> Just a Mars stream just of like, consciousness from Tazu. Yeah, Mars' yeah. eyes is like darting back and forth, like um, oh, a lot. Yeah, trying to catch every word. <laughs> uh, the uh, Groff sees like Marza like sway for a second. He's like, uh, "You all right there? You didn't need your sea legs." Uh, oh, uh, just long, long day of traveling. Mm. Oh yeah, they're gonna be uh, sleeping upstairs in my room. Just. If, if that's all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if you want to be tied up there, uh, you paid your rent. That's fine. You, you never caused any problems. Well, we were probably going to head down to Patton Alley. So just wanted to show them the place. And, you know, we'll probably just be crashing here and then be on our way. Uh, if you hear of anybody selling a ship that's in good condition, let me know. Mm, well, the, the prince has been buying up most of them recently uh, filling out this ah, navy. That uh, makes sense. Very good rates. Yeah. Um, if I hear anything, of course, I'll let you know. Sure. Sure. Oh, um, do you know? Do you know any like good places to lift curses, like the temple? Like, uh, what is that? I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess it depends on the curse, but we've got. Uh, and everybody's here. I, I, I like Paylor. He seems uh, very active against evil. Um, so that's nice. Uh, you can go with some of the old stuff that, you know, those elves like. Uh, um, and then, you know, uh, if, I mean, if you want to try for some luck or you can go the Arkart or whatever you want to look for. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just... A little bit particular to pay lore and um, always done me right. You said that um, everyone is here. Is there is there a temple to refuge? Uh, I mean, well, there's the the watchers have their tower that uh, they watch everything. Uh, okay, I, I guess. Okay, are are watchers? Refuge worshippers? I mean, it's nature. That seems to be... That encompasses a wide scope. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I don't... uh, I'm not a watcher. Well, good to know. Well, great. Um, Uh, Yeah, okay. If you haven't... I thought maybe you've been to a... A larger city before, but welcome, uh, young man. Uh, just, you know, keep your purse close to you because they're going to want to take it and don't let people 
uh, sell you poor craftsmanship because, you know, you kind of have these airs about you. Um, uh, stick with Chandri. She'll keep uh, keep you from being such an obvious mark. Me? Um, and, uh, yeah, welcome to city life, I guess. Now he, uh, he was talking about Julius, you. and, and um, oh. just, just, just so you know, Julius is a is a bay. I guess so you'd be a young tree, not a young Oh, he was man. talking to Ash. Oh, oh I yeah. thought he was talking to Julius. No, I, Julius he was, was telling Ash that Ash seemed like he was... That's fair. I couldn't tell either. My bad. I was confused. I was nodding I, along too. Oh, yeah. it, it's hard I, when I, Ash and I look so much alike and we're standing mm. next to each other. You do. It's the horns. It's the horns. I think I you're much, much handsomer, Julius. Mm. I, I want to protest, but Groth is very large and I just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he seems nice. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just have a question. Is it Groth or Groth? Uh, with F. F. Oh, oh with an F. Groth. 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 Groth Iron Fang. Yep. Dope. Ah, uh, great. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, have a, have some fun. Have a nice homecoming. Uh, down the street there. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, you still have your key? Yeah, yeah, I got my key. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do we all? I need assume a key? you'll be, you know, huh? Do we all need a key? No, I mean, if you stick with me, no. Okay, Ash, you're going to need a key. No, we're just meeting here. We can oh. meet out. We can meet outside the blacksmith shop in the morning. Oh, that makes sense too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, if you, uh, uh, you probably can't pass it on your way in if you're looking for a different place. Uh, there's the Lord's Foam has nice rooms. I often send my clientele there, uh, for their traveling. Great. I think I'll stay uh, there. Um, or there's some places closer to the, the docks if you want. Uh, yeah. um, you want to spend up some nicer money closer to the center of town? You can do that too. Uh, oh, no. I'll take medium. Hmm. Hmm, well, I don't know about medium, but okay. Um, I'll take between medium and low. Mm. Oh, yeah, lower foam's definitely... Uh, okay, great. It's clean. Okay, uh, clean I can work with. Julius leans into Chandri and whispers, I hear medium is very rare. And smiles and stands proudly. And I just, it processes that he's telling a joke, and then I give him a little pity laugh, like, ha, ha, <laughs> and I just pat him on the shoulder. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it's good to see you. Like I said, we, we might be back late-ish. I got my key. You, you know I, the drill. I'll be yeah. asleep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll um, be quiet. Um, That's fine. I, I won't be in the morning. Mr. Groff, uh, before oh, we yeah. go, I just wanted to ask, has anyone approached you about trying to make um, shields or armor with orcalium? Or calcum. Or thank you, I can't read my notes. that's <laughs> uh, more specialty work. Um, I'm mostly in uh, like workmen, workman crafts, and sign work, uh, basic structure, foundational 
rotting. Uh, so I, uh, I used to fashion such things, maybe not avoiding alcohol, but, uh, uh, not interested in the tools of violence anymore. I understand. I just keep hearing rumors about it trying to be used for armor, and I don't know, I'm just a little concerned about what they could be using it for, so I'm just trying to learn more. Nah, uh, from... Never really got much into, uh, like, magical craftsmanship myself. Uh, it always poses a danger. So, uh, I know Ori Calcum can be very frustrating for magic users. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll see you. Uh, well, I mean, I'll start hammering at six, so you'll hear it. Oh, I know the drill. Mm-hmm. No, he said hammer, not drill. As has got jokes too. <laughs> <laughs> and Ash, Ash, Ash is, says, and we're gonna get hammered tonight. Good one. <laughs> Thank you. That's the spirit. We're All right, so let's go. Funny. But yeah, so yeah, you can, gonna be uh, you can one... drop your stuff off upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very basic late alley there that goes up to a door, and then there's. The, it's just a singular room that's over like the shop, essentially. There's some windows, so there's a fresh breeze. Um, you, point of order, if you've ever seen Kiki's Delivery Service, that's kind of how I'm picturing it. Like yeah. just a room above a shop with like maybe two windows yep. and that's it. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. Wow, you had this all to yourself, Chandri. This is a dream. Uh, I did. I did. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's a dream, but... Well, when you it share works. the it's room... Home. It works. Two there, there's a ship's hammock uh, hanging from the rafters in one of the corners. Mm-hmm. What uh, it's like there? everyone's first New York studio. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mars has yeah, never so, had her own place, so this is very exciting. Uh, like, I have some extra blankets and stuff, but you're still going to need your bedrolls, unfortunately. That's fine. I'm just happy to be inside. That sounds nice. Yeah, I mean, or we're not... like we're camping inside. That's really nice. <gasps> yes. Yeah, there there is the chimney for the uh, blacksmith, like board goes up the side of the building and provides heat inside. So it actually still has a decent amount of residual heat uh, coming off of this like ceramic chimney that is in the wall. So it is uh it. And since it's cooling off outside now that the sun's going down, you can feel the heat from that. So it's actually a pleasant, pleasant temperature, uh, especially with the sea breeze coming in. Like it's 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 nice. That's actually You're right. uh, yeah. You're right, Marza. It is cozy. Mm-hmm. I like it. Could use a little bit more dirt, like Ash's farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Julius, you would have noticed, like, kind of the blacksmith shop is in, in dirt, and there there is space if you wanted to root. Mm. Kind of right next to it. If you probably find a space that would be appropriate, um, uh, but, you know, away from the the forge. Right. Right. Um, I'll have to taste they the dirt hot. first. Chandri, this is a lovely, lovely spot. Can I roll in? You don't have to lie to me. <laughs> is he lying? <laughs> He's being polite. <laughs> it's 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 a polite niceness thing to say. But that doesn't mean it's true. You could that doesn't mean you're not lying. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. 
Now let's move on. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you, you lock your stuff in. Seems safe enough. Uh, it's it's a little dusty up there. Like he, no one has come in or out since you last left it. Uh, so it's a little dusty. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Where do you want to go? Uh, you guys want to grab a bite, grab a drink. We yes. can sort of create a game plan for tomorrow over drinks, yes, over food. Yeah. Yes. Great. Um, I want to Works. lead them down the street to Patton Alley Pub, which is a little dive bar that has 40 different types of beer. It's got like ales and meads and beer and, uh, you know, sours, stouts, anything you could want. Um, they've the got some hard stuff if you want it. They have like a special of the day, but like nothing fancy. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry. it's a it's a quite a popular place. There are people that are sitting outside of it and inside of it. It's kind of a it's not full to the brim, but it's very popular. Um, but it's it's not fancy in any way. Like it's uh, you know like got a dirt floor that they sweep and it keeps you know and that's kind of very basic. Like a pe this is like a peanut shells on the floor type of place. Uh, and uh, but they have a lot of beer. There seems to be jolly attitudes. Uh, Tazic. What did you say it was called again? Patton Alley. Patton, like like Pat, General like Patton? P-A-T-T-O-N, Patton yep. Alley. Right, General Patton, got it. Yep. Oh. Um, yeah, it's off a corner off of the street, so it's in an alley, and it kind of, all the bars, like, kind of, all of that bar kind of spills out into the alley. So there's lots of tables and things just kind of set up where people are, and then the service is on the inside. It's a little smoky. Uh, it's, it's a little dangerous, but not like, well, to keep your wits about you, it's, it's a, a mostly work person's bar. It's just like where, you know, if you work all day, but then you want to fight somebody, you know? So that's, so uh, South Boston. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> got it. So, but, but yeah, there is uh, behind the bar when you go in is a very interesting looking individual, uh, looks basically human but has like very broad features um real big hands and like really coarse dense curly hair um wider eyes like eyes seem a little too big for the skull the nose is really big the ears are really big but otherwise is like human enough uh, uh chandra you know this is moog mm -hmm. Hey Moog, long time no see. Uh, uh. Yep. Something <laughs> mm. bothering you? Well, you know my name. But the noodle doesn't remember yours. Uh, well, tell it's, goes. It's Chandri. It's okay. You've got okay. so much you've got so many regulars, I'm not even worried about it. This is true. Uh all right, well, big hands come up. He's like, welcome back. Uh, okay, Thank you. Uh, what does everybody want? Whoa, he sees the tree. <laughs> like, huh. Okay. Huh. Yep. Do you, do you have, Moog, do you have fried potatoes? Yes. I would love some fried potatoes. Everybody does. Okay, good. Anybody else? That sounds yummy. I would like some too. Okay, I got a fish stew. If anyone wants it, fish wasn't too old. 
Uh, right, I've never had fish before. Should I eat the fish stew? You know fish. I'm not really... Okay, no one has an opinion, so I will have the fish stew too. Right. And and the fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. I'll just take the potatoes, please. All right. I'll, I'll take a big glass of water, thank you. Okay, uh, salt or sweet? Sweet. Okay. Yeah, I would Fish. also like sweet water. Mm-hmm. Starts pouring. There's lots of taps and things. It's Chandra points at you. Yeah, uh, fish, potatoes, and then as far as ale goes, surprise me. Mm. So he uh, uh, pulls things up and he, he starts setting up plates, like dips out bowls. Uh, he's got, you know, for like his awkward shape of these giant hands and things, he's fairly dexterous behind the behind the bar. Gets all the food out, gets the water out, and Chandri he uh, pulls out like a, a very very dark beer, but then he puts down two small glasses and takes a bottle and pours something into each glass. Hands you one, uh, picks up another, and he's like uh, the destroyer. Knocks it back. Yeah, there's a glint of recognition in his eye now. He's like figured it out. Mm. Ah, all right. Uh, da, 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 da. He's just like, uh, uh, gold, five, silver. Yeah, I'll cover it. Uh, could I also get? I would. I would love, like, um, an ale and then something, something hard, something strong. Okay, so he's in the same bottle as Andy. Uh, pulls out another like small ceramic and pours it. He's like, "There you go," and then grabs uh, an ale and a, and a flagon for you and pulls it out. It's like a, he just seems to pick one at random. It's a, a lighter brown, has a nice head on it. Mm. All right, uh, uh, silver and uh, let's see whiskey. Uh, all right, three silver. All right, here you go. All right, thank you. Puts that away. All right. Uh, uh, fish, potatoes, drinks, water, sweet, sweet. Can my water okay. be heated, please? Uh, I mean, if you want to start a fire in the alley, that's on you. No, no. I mean, if I, if I, okay, maybe. Uh, I yeah, mean, I guess right. I could. Uh, I'll be right I could back. put it next to the the stove, I guess. Oh, oh, that's way easier. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, he. he Takes the, he, the water's in a ceramic cup, so he just kind of like puts it by the fish stew like thing that he's got on this kind of wood stove situation, pole stove probably. Uh, like, all right. Uh, usually, when people want something hot, it's uh, fish stew or liquor. Hot liquor. Well, I mean, it's hot on the. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Warms the the heart. Mm-hmm. That's why I like to heat up my water. No, okay. <laughs> is there is there like are there darts or anything? Is there like a yeah? There's a, there's a few different. Uh, there's some guys playing cards on a table. There's like oh. a essentially a dartboard set up. It's a uh, it's like a dagger board. So people throw like have small throwing daggers. Um, I want to play cards while I'm waiting for my food. Okay. I have uh, darts. I want to throw them at the board. All right. Uh, Ash, there's like 
three individuals playing uh, playing cards at a table that has an extra seat. Want to go up there? Yes, I do. Uh, there's uh, a Neve elf that's all wrapped up, um, got his, his skin covered. There's uh, a halfling that's like missing an eye. And then there's uh, like a lizard folk uh, who's standing there who's uh, greeny scaled, his longer snout. So he doesn't really look like Tazer. He's a lizard person. Um, oh. And they're just like, Mm-hmm. Evening. What's the action here? Uh, whatever refuge poker is, they're playing that. <laughs> uh, well, they are. It's uh, that's a gold buy-in. A gold. All right, you got it. Uh, they uh, <laughs> they they share a look between themselves, and then seem to be pretty happy about that. So they deal you in. Um. I guess roll, let's do like three 20s. Roll me three D20s. We'll see what your luck is like for what you get dealt. Or just Ooh, natural one. It's like, uh, we'll say it's like uh, two cards, but three. Okay, a natural one, a natural okay. 20, and an eight. All right. Uh, they lay down some cards. Like you, you have like a three and a uh, like an ace. And then when they put Ooh. the cards down, there is an ace on the flop. Oh, so, yeah. Have a right. pair. I will, uh, I will um, stay in. Or I will raise. You know, whatever. I'll stay in. I okay. won't raise. I'll, I'll check. Okay, you check. Uh, or one call. Of the- yeah, I'll call. Yeah. Well, okay, so yeah, they, they each put in. Uh, they, they all kind of look at each other, and then they, they each put in a gold. All right, I call. Okay, and then there's the turn. Uh, Should I roll again? Oh, yeah, you go ahead and roll. Why not? Leave it here. Leave it here, die. A nine. A nine. So uh, it's just like a seven, so you don't have another match. You're still rocking the ace, and so then it comes to uh, another one of them is, is betting. So they, like... Once again, one of them puts a gold down, and then the other two, like, just each put in a gold. Call. Yeah, they, they exchange a look. And then uh, roll one more time there. Uh, a, uh, a six. Uh, yeah, another two comes down. So you have two pair. You know, ace and two. I have. I thought I had a three and an ace. Okay, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, three. So another three comes out. So, so three and have a pair. You have two pairs, threes and aces. Oh, I have two pair. Yeah, on the on on the river um, you got a Okay, great. Um and they look to you to bet. I'll bet uh ten gold. And they go, All right, fancy guy. Like the 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 halfling with the one eye is like, What's your game? What are you playing at? And then I I I show my cards. I had a pair. Like, what, what, what are you doing? What are you, like... I, I'm they, sorry. They gold and they throw it back I'm at you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. One more, one more. Make a persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> Two. <laughs> no, right. they're like, 
Uh, one of them pulls a dagger out. Okay, all right, okay. And I was right. like, how about you get out of here? We're going to keep this gold for the trouble. You take that 10. We're going to keep what you left. What? Are you serious? Do you want to lose an eye? And the one without the eye points at his missing eye. <laughs> all right, fine, whatever. 10 gold on a bet. What's wrong with you? Thanks for the game, folks. They look up. They look over at Moog, and he's like looking over, like giving everyone in that scenario the eye. Like he doesn't want to have to deal with the fight this early in the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This early. All right, uh, Marza. Then we'll do Tazu. Wants to do some darts. Did we see this happen? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a very open place. Um, There's some corners where people are a little more secretive, mm-hmm. but they were just like playing cards. Chandry, it was I think, too big of a bet, Ash. <laughs> I think you're going to have to teach Ash how to live the city life. It's not working out for him. Yeah, you know, some things can't really be taught. You just have to experience it. Oh, I'm come he's on. going to get cut. I won. You they couldn't handle the bluff. Did you, though? They couldn't I mean, handle the bluff. Did you? I walked away a winner. Out. You he walked away with less money. I don't think that counts as winning. All that, that matters is that I beat them. Unless the game is to lose money, then Ash did win. Okay, whatever. They yeah. couldn't handle my card uh, skills. There's a guy... Uh, let's say it's a... Hmm, what kind of person should this be? Uh, let's say it's a half-elf. Uh, it's got light point to... Uh, her ears, uh, she's got reddish hair, and uh, she's like pulling some daggers out of the the target. <laughs> um, and it's how it's, red is her hair? Um, just just uh, uh, a brown auburn, not 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 copper. Not like Maza's. No, 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 very very <laughs> soft. Not like an elf with the fieriest red hair I've ever seen. Oh. No, nope, not even close. That's okay. Right. Yeah, it's more brown than red. It's like what the hair on my head has done over the years. Got it. Okay. Um. Or, or hello. Carter. Oh, uh, hi. Did you um? Do you want to play? Yes, it looks fun. Are we allowed to use darts? Uh. Sure. Do you wanna? Do you wanna make it interesting? Isn't using darts interesting? Oh, I, I meant, uh, uh, let's say whoever wins between us buys the next round. Okay. That sounds interesting. Great. Uh, so It's like I brought a bunch of freshmen to, like, the grossest dive bar in town, and they just yeah. don't know how to act. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll do like opposed roles. Uh, I guess dexterity is is the way to go. Um, so do I get to add my modifier for attacking, or is it just because I brought my own darts? <laughs> you know, it, I guess it would be like a ranged attack roll. So I'll, I'll factor that's that in. exciting. That makes sense. So she'll be like, uh, yes, first. Oh, that's me. Am I, just, like, am I just? Am I just throwing? Like there's a line on the ground, and there's some tables and whatnot. Yeah. Am I just throwing one? Yeah, yeah. You'll, okay. We're gonna do a pose, like back and forth. One 
24. Okay, yeah, that's a solid throw. 24, she bounced my dice out. She throws a 16. So uh, you get one, like you, there seems to be like five quadrants. Um, so you throw and you nail like right into the center quadrant. And and then hers is off to the side. So you do, uh, she kind of looks at you and she's like, okay. And then she gestures for you to go again. The monks used to get mad at me when I threw darts instead of using magic or like nature shit that bit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the next one is a nine. Okay. Uh, she got a 23. She's like, monks, huh? And she just like throws the dagger and like puts it right next to where your first art went. Thunk. Your other one went off to one of the side quadrants. Yeah, they were kind of strict about like, you know, weapons. Oh God, no, it's the same fucking ball. Nine. An eight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so you both have not great, not great throws, uh, and I'm, I'm just like tallying up some points here. So is that like a I, ten? I, ten. Uh, okay, you throw. Oh, she. I mean, that was a journey. Uh, you did a ten. She rolled a nine. They're neck and neck. Yep. Uh, she's like, oh, I, uh, uh, let's see, there's some monks that, uh, that do stuff in the morning out on the, out on the planks. Uh, is it like those type of monks? I don't know. What kind of monks? Uh, monks, they wear robes. They, uh, they get up and they, they lead people in chanting in the morning. But what did they do? They, chant in the morning but like do they not do anything else that's interesting what the um they, they uh help the poor <laughs> a lot of chanting why'd you why'd you roll i rolled a 14. all right she got a 19 on that last one. Oh no uh okay so three one, two. Oh, so uh, she tallies up the points. She was like, well, that's not bad for you. That's not bad. Uh, 13. So I guess you're buying. What am I buying again? Uh, I'll have a blonde, please. A blonde what? Just tell it's Moog and he'll, he'll get a blonde. It's very good. Um, if you'd like one too, by yourself. Okay, I'll go do that. Uh, you come up, Moog's like, the first throw is pretty good. Yeah, I got, I stopped concentrating on those last ones. Mm. Yeah, you gotta keep your eye on the, the target. Right. Um, the the, the elf lady would like a blonde 
All right. And she told me I should have one too, so I will have one too. Great, great. Uh, he pours it out, and he's just like uh, two silver. Okay, and I'll just give him a gold. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, okay. And he puts eight gold, gold, eight silver on the back on the bar. There you go. I don't know what money is. <laughs> I have a conversation with both of you after this. <laughs> Come on. This is more money than I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh my god. Um, so Tazu will walk over and give her the blonde. She cheers you and takes a big drink. Mm. Uh, do you want to? <laughs> you want? How else are dragonborns? They don't really have lips. Come they on, don't. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what, what uh, do you want to uh, play again? Okay. Do I like the blonde? Um, I mean, much like Jess Ayers, yes. <laughs> it's like a who garden. It's it's very nice. <gasps> Yeah. I love Hugh Garden. Uh, yeah. Okay, there's... yeah, let's play again. All right. So while Tazu's playing that, Uh, Yeah, while Tazu's playing her game, I just want to try and, like, catch up with some of the other regulars here. Um, a little small talk, and then I also sure. want to try and uh, gather some intel about this sea witch that allegedly has a certain kind of sailor running for the hills and see if anybody has any stories or knows anything. Okay, roll me uh, diplomacy. Let's see, that's persuasion. Diplomacy. Uh, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, Roll me persuasion with advantage. Uh, Pathfinder. Your, yeah, your general, like, talking to folks. And Can Marcia just see. follow Chantry around because she just thinks, like, it's really cool that, like, Chantry has this awesome city life. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It's like your really cool friend that you're yeah. just like obsessed with now. Yeah, John, <laughs> so uh, kind of like having a little lost puppy follow you around. It's fine. But you, but you like the puppy, <laughs> but I like the puppy. Yeah. Um, Mars is quiet. Just, She's just observing. Oh Jesus! Uh, I my persuasion's plus zero, and I rolled real bad. So I have can a I help six. her? Because Marza has really good persuasion. I already had advantage. Uh, you can you you can buy some drinks for people if you want to do that. Yes, Marza's yeah. like that'll she smooth sees the that'll struggle. smooth things out. So it's she, been a minute, and a lot of these people are, are working. Uh, so uh, let's say you spend like five silver in drinks for sure, people yeah. um, mm -hmm. and get some tongues loose. Mm -hmm. uh, there's talk about this crazy uh, wave that, that didn't make it to Oak, but uh, there was a, like a light in the East and then uh, another like small earthquake and then a wave that, that tipped over some ships and things that were out in the Mary Sea, um, it kind of fizzled out before it got all the way to shore. But there was this like sudden strange wave that happened that no one knows why, besides that there was this pillar of light in the east. Um, <laughs> Side quest. Side quest. There is. Uh, there's something about there was some like gruesome murder. Of a of like a tiefling family um, that you learn about that's like people are talking about because it's it was like uh, the prince it's like the scuttlebutt is that the princely guard doesn't know what's going on and there's lots of uh, 
uh, rumors that it has something to do with like a political assassination from like the king in spring, and there's all this like talk. Yes, Martha. Martha goes up to Moog. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never drank before, but can I have a tall glass of something really big? All right. Uh, he uh, never drank before. He kind of looks over at Chandri talking, and he looks at Tazu playing darts, and he's like, hmm. so he he like pulls out a, a a stein and fills it full of like a lighter ale. Uh, he's like, all right, I'll just be careful. Thank you. That's uh, oh, that's yeah. two copper. Mars. Oh, okay. I give him the. I give yeah. him the silver. <laughs> it's okay. He's like, okay, I can just pay this for your your next one. Okay. Uh, Marzika just got really upset about hearing about these tiefling deaths, and she's mm-hmm. like, "I need to." Yeah, yeah, it's something. upsetting. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Chandra, you finally hear something about what you're trying, what you're looking for. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of the scallywags that usually hang out here. The majority of them have left. There's uh, there's some kind of. Uh, Say it's piratey folks are either going out to sea and not coming back or leaving. And it does not seem to be connected to, like, they're not joining the Navy. They either go out on their boats and then no one ever hears from them ever again. Like, it's been weeks and weeks. There's no sign of their ships. Uh, they're just gone. And Or there's talk about some kind of sea witch or... Uh, it's an undead creature coming back to take revenge on people and uh, and either killing pirates uh, and there's been there's some rumor about like pirates waking up in the night covered in salt water in their beds and, and then they flee or they go to sea Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's but they don't know what it is. It's freaking out a lot of the the more shady folk that are here. That like part of it's their business. Like they're losing money because uh, like dealing with pirates and the goods they bring and fence is is business. But part of it's just freaking them out because it's like they're used to dealing with the law in in ways. And if you get caught, you get caught, and that's just pirate life. But like someone like calling scallywags away and like and scaring pirates like people that are legit scary uh you know it's that's very troublesome to you Mm -hmm. wow yeah okay thank you that was very helpful Mm -hmm. yeah it's like an old uh old why not more to we need to get more tabaxi here in the east? So the old cat man, or cat old cat lady who's just like got a peg leg and uh, really is just a bar, bar fly here now. Like she's retired, but that's like right, yeah. She tries to keep her abreast of what's going on. Mm-hmm. In my day, we didn't do things like that. Yeah, you know, we killed them outright and threw them overboard. Shantri. Uh, yeah. Did did they mention if that te- that tiefling family that was killed did that happen here in Oak? Sounds like it, yeah. Mm. Which is, I mean, in a city this big, you know, weird murders happen well, from time to time. But yeah, it's it is odd that it was a whole family and that they were specifically tieflings. 
Did they yeah. say the big thing is that they're a family? That was the thing that we were like, I can't believe they like killed children. Whoever yeah. it was. Whoever like, it was, yeah. Won't Did... necessarily do that. They might kidnap them, but they won't yeah. necessarily straight up well, murder. I was kids. at the bar getting a drink. Did they say when it happened? Uh within the past like couple months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like a few couple weeks probably. Couple weeks, yeah. yeah. So recently. That's scary. Uh, yeah. There's a couple unsettling rumors floating around right now. Mm-hmm. It was probably my demon, though. It could have so. been. I don't know. When we ran into Brother Olpet, not Brother Olpet, what was his name? Aeneas. Aeneas. Brother Aeneas earlier, he said, he made it sound like uh, Zithro usually stays up north, but I mean, it could have been him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he came to Kaz, which is another port city, so who knows what he's doing and why he's doing it. I don't yeah. know if I like the taste of this beer, but... Oh, I'll very- finish it if you don't want it. Well, it's making me feel a little lightheaded, which is sort of nice. I mean, that's what it's supposed to do. Okay. It's doing its job. That's yeah, by I mean, the way... Moog Porter or, like the cheapest and like least flavorful uh, ale when she said- The keystone light of refuge. He got her the lightest thing possible. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The natty light. By the way, and I'll try and kind of get close to her. Like you guys love throwing your money around and I get it. You like being generous, but this is not the sort of place to do that. All it does is make you look gullible and it makes you look rich, which is going to make you a target. So, you know, when somebody asks for you to pay for something, just give them what they asked for, unless it's something ridiculous. All right. I've just never had money and I know how hard it is to work for yourself. And I figured if I have more, I should give more back. And that's a, that's a nice sentiment. I'm just saying like, you guys are new here. Just like, Stop showing off. I oh. say bring it on. All right. Julius is sitting, still sitting at the table, alone, drinking. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he, Moog eventually brought you, uh, uh, like brought some wa- the hot water glass of juice. He's just holding it in his hand. <laughs> he brings it over, sets it down. It's like a very hot ceramic glass, a uh, cup. <laughs> oh, perfect. So he looks at you, Julius, and he's like, uh, I mean, I get this question uh, a lot, but uh, what kind of what kind of person are you? Are you like, I guess you're a tree person. Die. Yeah. Hmm. I'm. I'm at least half oak. Hmm. <laughs> I, well, I'm 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 half a few things. That's cool. Uh, can uh, this 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 is too much. Uh, can you float? You know, a couple people near the um, feather and fox uh, said something similar. I, I'm uh, not sure. Are, you know, ships float. They're made of wood. I mean, if you're made of wood, you can float, right? We all float down here. 
Uh, he seems genuine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've never floated before. But if a if a log can float, and a ship is made out of logs, then maybe I can float. Yeah, I mean I can float. I'm not made of wood, but I gotta like work on it. I'll have to try it. Mm. Um, well, I mean, because because of all the water, it's a good measure. Is it is it important to know how to float? Yeah, if you fall off a ship and you're out in the ocean, you don't want to drown. Right. Former swimming instructor here. Yes, it's very important. Everyone should learn how to float. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, if if Chandri wants to go out to sea, then I will definitely have to practice floating. Um, mm-hmm. But if she wants to go go the other way, then I'll find out another time. Do you yeah. know how to float? Yeah, yeah. How, how hard float. is it? It can, um, it can be nice. It can also be not nice. Oh. Well, that's fair. It's nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is this is really great, by the way. Thank you. I think I sort of feel like I'm floating. Like, all right. Uh, well, I'm glad you like your hot water. Uh, <laughs> I put like, hold in, on. He, he walks in, over uh, to the guys who played cards. Oh. <laughs> and he leans over and he's like, kind of points at them. And they push some gold over, and he takes it. He comes over to you, Ash. Thank you. Thank you very much. Puts it in your hand, he's like, what about trouble? And he goes to the bar. You watch him go to the bar. He pours out drinks for the guys who played cards with, and he gives them a drink, points at them, and they just, like, tip their hats, and it's like, all right, he goes about his business. He's just... <laughs> I grabbed dirt from outside of Sharpen Fang, the the blacksmith. Since we were Mm -hmm. talking about me staying out there, trying out the dirt in the in the hot water. You're gonna leave. You're gonna leave your friends at the bar. No, no. I'm saying I grabbed it while we left. Oh, your tea. Yeah, the dirt. Um, So that way. uh, Yeah, if it's from outside the blacksmith shop where you're tasting it, there's a lot of like uh, micro amounts of metal that's in there from the smithy. Um, that gets banged off. So there's there's quite a bit of metallic taste for you in that. It's uh, that's it's, interesting. Yeah, it's more like the mountains than than yeah. anything you've tasted since. A little strong. That's nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know that, like Ash, you, you kind of like take Mugan a bit. Like he's got a very thick neck. And like, it seems like if there's trouble, this is a dude who can like, probably just like, just like hulk out and just deal. <laughs> so, but he's doing, he's like, you know, has an intimidating presence just as a normal, large, strange looking human. Uh, I eat my fried potatoes. Yeah. They're very good. I was going to say, once when I'm done, you know, shooting the breeze with all the locals, I want to try and, like, get everyone together so we can talk about what we're going to do tomorrow. Okay. 
Yeah, and you've had a few drinks now, Chandra, so you're feeling yeah. loose. Um, the, the fish stew, for those who had it, it's okay. <laughs> um, the potatoes are good. They're a little salty, but they're they're really good. But I uh, did not eat the stew. Fish stew. Maybe the fish wasn't as fresh as Moog said it was. <laughs> for someone who has never had the fish before, how does Tazzy like it? <laughs> it's th- This particular experience isn't great. Right, I, okay, there, yeah. Um, not all fish are the same, okay? Like, some fish are really fishy, some fish are more salty. You'll find something you like. Okay, maybe this just wasn't for me. All right, well. Yeah, you can take one of the tables in the back that's kind of private. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I would like. Um, well, uh, Mr. Munch that we met, we think we think that am- amulet's cursed. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, I think yeah. that seems pretty clear. Um, yes. So I, I mentioned earlier today that uh, I think the best route would be to go to a temple of some sort and see if we can enlist the help of some sort of cleric, religious person who has the ability to to remove curses um, to see if we can help this guy out. Maybe. Once when the curse is lifted, he'll be inspired to give us invitations to this fancy party. I agree. Oh. Um, Paylor? Temple of Paylor? We could. Um, if we, if we there, could, I mean, if there's we, pretty much everything hmm. here. I, yeah, I've i been uh, more yeah. active with praying to Melora, but I haven't like been active in the community there necessarily. Um, okay. I I would go there, but I'm certainly open to suggestions. Well, I and let's just go to Melora. So here at the here in Oak, uh, there is a, a minister on the court. That's the minister of the faithful that kind of oversees all of the uh, holy business in town uh, in the city. That's Minister Virave, but you'd have to somehow get to court to talk to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are. Uh, there's a house of light and dark with uh, with people mm-hmm. you've dealt with them before. There's a temple of right. Taylor. Bahamut's Reeve is here. There's a house of death. There's a luck room, which is the like temple to Avandra. There is the Arkhart study. That's to Coralon. Uh, he's like a god of magic and uh, a more minor or more recent elven deity compared to Father Light, Mother Dark, and the twins. Uh, there is a library of Ioun and Arathis, um, Moradin's Forge, uh, there's Cord Storm, and the Crest of the Moonweaver. So you have a lot of options for uh, holy assistance. And then, of course, there's Watchers as well. Uh, Druidic Orders sometimes deal with curses, too. It's just what you, where you want to go. Well, I pray to... Avandra and Ion, so either one. Oh, yeah, and I left out Melora. And yeah, there's there's a temple for Melora as well out on the docks. Mm-hmm. Well, this seems like more Avandra's thing though than Ion's. What's Avandra about? Uh, she is the goddess trained, of luck. The change. Change breaker? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an option. How, um, like, 
I guess I should say actively religious are you? Like if you went to a temple, would you know the the right gestures and whatever, just because I'm very new to this. So like I could go to the Melora's temple, but I, I don't really know anyone there. Well, I sort of just started praying to her after everything that happened with my family. My family typically prayed to Ion, but I think Avandra has, has gifted me with lots of luck. I've met all of you. Mm-hmm. She's kept me safe on the road. Yeah, I mean, when we were trying to help out Shelly, I felt a really strong connection to Melora. Um, like, it was almost like she entered my mind for a second. It was strange. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm open to suggestions. I don't think there's any right or wrong answer here. It's just what do we want to do? Um, I have a strong, stronger connection to Melora, too. So. You do? Yeah. Oh, this is my first time hearing about this. Yep, I do. <laughs> I have As a, a ranger, I do. <laughs> I have a history with Melora in that that is who the temple or the monastery chose to worship, but we were not forced to worship her. There were lots of different monks who worshipped other gods. Like Arthur, I think he worshipped Cord or one of the dwarven gods. I don't remember, but... Well, if Melora is more popular with all of you, we can go with her. I just want to mention that Avandra does strike back against those who rob you of your freedom. So that's something that she is very, um, that's important to her, which I guess is kind of what's going on with him in a way. He has this cursed amulet that's taking away his freedom in the sense of... Who are we taking vengeance on? Well, no, that's what Avandra does. Like if, if someone is taking away your freedom in some sort she that's in her power to do Mm. yeah that's helpful it's like he's trapped by his own compulsions Mm -hmm. you know i don't know i think it i don't know if it really matters who we go to Mm -hmm. because she didn't like any person who is powerful with like divine magic be able to lift a curse Yes. I think so. Yeah. I just, I'm, I, I'm a I'm, big nerd about religion, that's all. So I'm fine with whoever we go to. I'm I'm powerful <laughs> with divine magic. Maybe I can Can you help. lift curses? Maybe. I've never tried it, but I, I, I feel like I, I can do it. I think we should try and get a professional. Okay. Reinforcements, you know? Well, maybe. Like, yes. Maybe it's learn, not all up to you. Maybe you can learn from them, Julius. Okay. Yeah. Be a good learning opportunity. Great. So we can do that first thing tomorrow. Yeah. And then maybe we can ask about a ship if we have time later. Yeah. We can start asking around, see if what ships are available, how much it would cost, how much we would have to buy. Because apparently the prince is buying them up, so we don't want to miss out. Yeah. So I think the sooner we get one, the better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So rendezvous six thirty in front of the sharpened fang. Six thirty. Well, we're gonna be up. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be sleeping. <laughs> I'll see. Well, and then I'm gonna we'll eat get breakfast. up and go without you. That's fine. I'll 
get up, I'll sleep in, I'm tired, get some breakfast. Well, if we just finish the whole thing without you, I guess you'll miss out. I guess I'll meet you at the temple at whatever time, 9.30 or 9. Oh my God. We'll probably be done with it by then. I'll see you at 9 a.m. Oh my God. I'm not getting up at no five. You're going to have to get up at 5.30 in order to eat, clean yourselves. No, she's saying because we won't be able to sleep with all the blacksmithing going on because it's loud. I know, I know. That's why I'm getting the place in the inn. 6.30, rendezvous. And break. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you wind your way out. Uh, a few people, cheers you, Sandri, on your way out because you, you bought them drinks. So. Uh uh, got walking those. Everybody, make uh, perception checks for me. You guys, you know what's really sad mm. is I changed out my d twenty because it was rolling so poorly, and I just dropped this new one on the on the tray. It rolled a nat twenty all by itself, and it didn't count for anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sad. Eighteen. 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 Twenty-one. One. Fourteen. Fourteen. Twenty-four. Yeah. Uh, as you turn the corner, you see the uh, drow that was all that uh, Ash was playing cards with. Like, also exits the bar. Hmm. Behind I, us, same time. And then there's yeah, like you just as you turn the corner, you just see him come out. I'll kind of keep an eye on him. Yeah. Like, not not confront him, just keep an eye on him. Yeah, as you go and you occasionally look back, like, he does seem to be going the same direction you're going, but he's being very casual about it. Hmm. Hmm, 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 I, I message... That... Oh, sorry. It's okay. You, you, you can go <laughs> first. <laughs> I message to Chandri... Should we be worried about him? Maybe. I'm gonna go over to Ash and I'll try and like ham up my drunkenness a little bit and like put my hand over his shoulder and get really close and be like, I think he's following you. I would suggest you stay with us tonight. Make a deception check for your trying to fool uh, this Neve. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fairly uh, performative, but okay. I lean over to uh, Tazu. Is it normal in a city for people to just follow, or kind of <laughs> looks like they're following? I don't know. I've never been in a big city before. This is the biggest place I've ever seen. Same. It is very big. And then I, I'll, I'll say, um, I'll like pretend to be like equally drunk and like, where, where's your place? I'm going, I'm going over with you guys. You guys are my best friends. <laughs> That's Make so nice. All right, friends, stick together. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's a, that's a, are that's you a guys three. okay? <laughs> yeah, Tazu, Marza, and Julius. Uh, Ash and Chandri are like kind of like putting on a very like 
heavy scene of like throwing out misinformation um that's that's very obvious uh and yeah it's it's different are you guys okay are we playing a game that i don't know know about oh i'm just excited it's all good it's all good we're just we're just having a good time martha um, I'm proficient in deception. Would I like be aware of what they're doing, and can I jo- join in? Make an insight and- check with advantage. Okay. These lights are really pretty. Um, yeah, they are. Fourteen. Yeah, you can. You, you you're like, oh, they're trying to like throw off this person that's following you. If this person is following you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Shondry! Uh, wow. That bar got me really drunk. Don't think I've had anything like that before. Make a deception. Before. (laughs) Oh, that's cocked. Uh, 14. I mean, Marza's is pretty good. Like, you know that what she's doing, but hers is pretty good. Charisma is my worst skill. <laughs> I know, same. <laughs> Two charisma checks today. It's not been good, you guys. So you do <laughs> end up making your way back to uh, the the uh, Fang. Yep. I'm gonna... Is he still following us? Make a perception check. J- Julius will... Ooh, 21. Julius will turn to look. <laughs> okay, make perception. Natural one. Nope. Uh, you you don't notice him, Ash. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he turned a corner somewhere. <laughs> I, I I say, fine. I will sleep in the bang room tonight. <laughs> the bang room. And not not the kind of bang that I like. <laughs> like music. You have upset Tazu. <laughs> no, that's Jess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I guess I'll get out my key, unlock the door, and try and get everyone in as quick as possible. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Lock it behind me. Mm-hmm. Did Julius just wave outside? All right, yeah, Julius is staying outside, right? Oh, that's right. Oh, no. Wait, Julius, Julius, you should not stay outside. Dude's going to come up and attack a tree, really. He's going to try I think and Julius is you. fine. I think Julius is fine. You're going to let... What? What? I mean, no. I assume let, we're having this conversation in inside. Um, yeah, be yes. like, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's your choice. If you're more comfortable outside, you can be outside, but... That guy kind of sketched me out, so I would stay inside, but, I mean, it's up to you. I don't know. Do you have to root to feel rested? Yes. Um, what is sketched? You seemed like a bad dude Mm. with bad intentions. Well, if he comes up to me, maybe I can change his ways. I would be very surprised if some random guy just came up and was like, hey, you, tree, I'm going to punch you. Okay, fine. I, I'll, I, let, yeah, 
just call out if something happens and we'll try and get there. Yeah, okay. maybe we can leave like the window cracked open so that if something bad happens and you need us, you can yell and we can hear you. Actually, I'm starting to think it's probably not a bad idea to have somebody outside who can see what's going on, who's not going to be unconscious during this time. Okay. Just, you know, don't put yourself in harm's way. If something happens, start yelling. Do you, okay. do you carry anything val- valuable on you, Julius? Maybe it should stay in the room? Well, I have my dirt, um, and I, I have my my seeds, and uh, my stone cup. You can distract him by throwing dirt in his face, and then he's like, oh no, there's dirt in my face, I can't see, I can't see to punch you, and you'll be like, help, come help me, and we will come help. Okay, so I should yell, come help me, okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna go to bed since apparently we have to be up at five thirty in the morning. So no, she said six. It's a six. Natural natural alarm clock. Six o'clock. We'll make up. Yeah, at but six. I need to like you know. You need a full hour to. to oh my god. I, I'm, I'm gonna eat what, something. You guys but don't. But where are we going? But where are we going to eat? She doesn't have like a kitchen. There'll be like a. I'll go to the inn or something like that. Okay. So uh, wait, wait, wait. Are we gonna? We eat? have the cook. We have the cooking pot. We can just use that. I thought we needed That's a true. fire to make it work. We can make a fire somewhere. You sometimes use the downstairs kitchen, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. I'll make myself food then. Okay. Well, good night then. Um, good luck good out there. Yeah, Marza, as you check the windows in Chandri's place to crack one open, you kind of notice that they are just kind of cracked open. You really can't close them. Uh, they've been warped by the sea air and whatnot. Uh, yeah. So every New York apartment, got it. Yeah, yeah, it's very much. <laughs> oh, we just, um, sorry guys, we just got raided by Goliath. Uh, there's, uh, there's 1,700 people watching us. No pressure. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> holy shit. Oh my gosh, hi! hi. Welcome okay. to our crazy corner of the internet. Well, um... I guess your windows are kind of stuck as they are, Chandra. It looks like they've been warped by the sea, so we should be able to hear Julius in case, you know, there's some rift rafts. Yeah, um, well... 49, I think. 17. And no, that's, I, our, that's our okay. views. Total so, uh, views, baby. Oh, <laughs> Well, sorry. let's show them what we do. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, it's just, I thought it was more. All right, so, Julius, oh, you're going to go outside. I... It, I'm already make outside. Some, make a couple, we'll do some nighttime, like while you're rooted, uh, perception checks for me. So give me like three perception checks. I shall root. Yeah. Uh, the first one. It's broken. They're saying it's 70 people watching. It's fine. <laughs> uh, what's the math? Happy to have them. Mm-hmm. 16. 16 for the first one. Just go ahead and give me all three. You got it. Yeah. Fourteen. Okay. It counts. I know. <laughs> uh, Eighteen. All right. So you know you you kind of you know you're rooted and you're you're kind of communing with the ground and you can feel the sea and how it like slightly pushes on the ground like you can you can feel the presence of the ocean and everything. Um, every now and then someone does go by. They just seem to be minding their business. The only person that kind of sticks out on the kind of before dawn is uh, someone comes by with a really big hat, a big heavy coat, and he kind of like 
looks up toward Chandri's apartment, where everyone is, and then he looks down and he notices you. He seems to notice you, and then just like turns on his heels and heads off. When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> we have a guard tree, guys. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then uh, Chandri, as you settle down into your uh, your hammock that you have, your ship hammock that you have. Uh, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Oh boy. <sighs> 14. So you start to drift in your sleep and you can hear the ocean. You're so close to the sea now. Uh, it's very comforting and you're back home and you're kind of like swaying in your hammock a bit. And then you're floating in the ocean and there's no ship in sight and you're beneath a moonless sky and as you're kind of taking this in you a familiar boy voice starts to bubble up from under the water singing could be a lullaby low is the song of those that have gone beneath the waves or nigh when those are lost by wave, by frost, not to be seen by sky. The cold, the cold, it crawls, it folds, the cracks of holds down deep. Her grip, her grasp, the wave mother's clasp cannot be denied by sleep. Then a drowned face with dead eyes engulfs your vision. And she says, she'll not be denied by sleep. And you wake up and you are drenched in salt water. It is pouring onto the floor from the hammock and it wakes everyone up. Oh. Whoa, what is happening? I saw, I saw something. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you all right? What happened? No. Is someone here? I don't know. Is someone I don't here? Know. Um, I don't um, know. taking my wet armor off and just like throwing it on the ground. We, we Why are you all wet, Chandri? I think the sea witch oh, came to visit her. completely safe. Okay, I don't well, know. Let's, I saw, I saw let's get you dried off. I saw a face. I saw a woman's face and she was dead. And I was on the ocean. Oh shit! It's like what, 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 they what they were saying about the salty yes. pirates. Yes. I get like Chandri, like a like a towel, and like try to dry her, help her dry off. Yeah, mm -hmm. Tazu will look through her bag and see if she has like cloth or something. To yeah, yeah. Like, Masa grabs Chandri by the shoulders, and she looks at her and says. We're not going to let anyone take you. It, it no. came to me in my sleep. No, no. she. I, I can't. There's nowhere I can go where she's not going to be. Well, she'll have to fight us if she wants you. Did you did, know who the face was? Did I know who the face was? As the shock is wearing off and as your friends are helping comfort you and dry 
you off. You are processing and you realize those dead eyes belong to an incredibly familiar face of Diana, the destroyer, your former captain. It was her. It was Diana. I mean, people were telling the stories of revenge and I didn't want it to be true, but... Well, she's going to have to fight us if she wants to. No, I don't. I don't want to fight her. I don't. If she's out there, I just want to let her be. I... I'm just saying if she tries to come for you, we won't let her take you. What what do you think she wanted? I don't I don't know. I was loyal to her until the end. I that day the only reason I survived is because somebody cut the ties on my hands and I I came to the surface and I was calling her name over and over and over but she never came up. Well, maybe maybe she's just Maybe her soul is is just restless, and it's it's not. She she wouldn't hurt you. Um, maybe she's just trying to get your attention, and and we'll we'll protect you, and it, and, and you'll be okay. We'll, we're going to work this out. But at least we know that it's her, and and that you know there, there's something that needs to be done. I don't know. I don't know what she wants, but if it's my attention, she has it. Well, yeah, Andre, you you feel there is uh, as terrified as you are, and as scary as that is, that there is a cold calling of the deep that you can feel, like in your bones, that you're like that old sailor's call. That's just like I want to be out there, and it's like very deep but it's not like exciting it's very scary and you can just kind of feel it and what people have been saying about sailors and pirates either going out to sea or fleeing inland you can feel that choice you're like oh do i go and see what this is even though i'm scared of it or do i try to get away as much as possible you can you understand that choice now yeah Maybe this is also maybe this is a sign that we should go talk to people at the temple of Melora tomorrow. Because doesn't Melora also like rule over the sea and nature? She does. Yeah. Or I mean the watchers. Yeah. Um when I was at the lowest point of my life, that's that's the version of her that I saw was this beautiful spirit of the sea. So then if there was a time to go to a temple, I feel like it would be now. And again, yeah, maybe we should go to Melora since she has helped you before. I'm sure that she would listen to you now for what you're going through and also maybe she would help with getting rid of the curse for Mr. Munch 
Yeah, I, I definitely think that's um, that's where we should, what we should focus on for tomorrow. I'm sorry hey. you had a bad dream. Yeah, they suck. So we've got a plan. More than a dream. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had nightmares before. This wasn't anything, anything like that. It's like I was really there. Well, I'm also gonna go to Avondra and pray for you as well. See if she, little extra help can't hurt. Sure. Is everything okay in there? Yeah. I can't really move because rooted. Is 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 there a way that Tazu can like stick her snout out? Oh yeah, <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Just the nose. Yeah, just the, the nose. nose. Yeah. Like, when... It's okay, Julius. Chandra <laughs> just said a bad dream. It's fine. Oh, bad dreams are the worst. I'm Do you sorry. see any sketchy people? There was there was one person, but then they had to go somewhere really quick, and then they ran. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, as you settle in, for the we rest need of the night, magic messaging when we can just yell, <laughs> yeah, out, the yell window out the window. Andre, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sleep is difficult to get after that. Um, it comes eventually. the The sound of the waves is comforting, even though it's kind of tied up now with this terror. Um, but you do eventually settle, and then it seems like no time passes at all before you start. You can like just the corner. You start hearing like shoveling, and then it gets it start. The heat starts to come up. Inside here, as the forge downstairs gets lit up, Julius, you see they. Uh, I, I've uh, been chatting with everyone down there. Yeah, yeah, they're very his his <laughs> apprentices are very interested in you. They they think that's interesting uh, that you root instead of sleep. Like, yeah, there's there's it's uh, yeah, they're they're very cool. Um, it's just work. It's people that work, and then at like they'll six a.m. They'll warm the up dot, once they start the forge. I'm not yeah, there, there are bells that ring in the distance, uh, closer to uh, the planks where the docks are. But uh, louder than bells at six in the morning is to you, Chandri, the very familiar clang, clang, clang of the hammering just starts. And like you kind of heard like in the back of your mind while you're trying to sleep, but then it's just, it's so loud. And everybody, it's so loud. There's It's almost like there's no wall to keep the sound out from outside. It is like, they are just, Hammering away. Oh, Ash gets up and just, just doesn't say anything. And what's that noise? The, uh, oh, it's really loud. Guys, oh. I need let's let's uh, let's get something to eat. Is this oh. what a hangover fit? Is this what a hangover feels like? Oh yeah, yep. Probably. I should have warned you. Oh god. Yeah, Marty, yours isn't even that bad. You're just not very familiar with them. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I start cooking some. Can I go down to the kitchen and cook some food? Yeah. Or whatever. I use my pot. You can. It's it's very loud downstairs too. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I make I make um, something. I make tomato soup. In it's my an interesting pot. choice for breakfast. Yeah, so yeah, you go into his main room. 
um, on the backside of the forge, like as you can see how it's built into the wall is where his like cooking uh, pots and pans are. And you can feel the heat just coming off the forge. You're like, oh, uh, that should do for your pot. It just needs to get hot. So once once it gets warm, its magic takes over and you make a big pot of tomato soup. Uh. Ash, um, I've o- I've been wondering lately, can your pot make tea? It can make whatever food I want. Can can it make uh, dirt tea? Uh, if you wanted I, to, I, I don't. I, wouldn't dirt technically be inorganic? Like, would that not? I mean, it's organic. It's not food. Okay. Per se. Uh, it, I don't... it is for trees and worms. Uh, um, okay. Maybe if I picture myself as a worm um, mm-hmm. or a tree, maybe. I'm going to picture myself as a tree. And oh, then, this is uh, an amazing trying... imaginary test. Try and cook some dirt. I feel like the elf who's in charge of this cooking pot is like, that's a weird one. <laughs> that's me guessing uh, that how the pot works. Whoever makes the magic of it. Yeah, uh, that's me guessing. The pixies inside the, the magic pot. <laughs> yeah. Whatever food dimension. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you, um, you now have like a muddy tomato soup. No! <laughs> no! Say you, you took the soup out. <laughs> I look at him like, all right, Julius, here you go. Oh, thank you. The whole pot? Wow. Yeah, it's kind of screwed up. Just like here. Uh, I'll take out one of the, my, st- my wood looking stone uh, cup, scoop some out, and it's just this amount. Well, thank you very much, Ash. You're welcome. I dump the rest out and then I remake myself tomato soup with no yeah, okay. dirt in it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm just Magic imagining the belt. Yeah. Ooh, imagine wow. the pixies like, order up. Like, we got some <laughs> dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, you know, in my mind, I never thought there was actually like a, a living creature connected to making the food. I love it. It came uh, from canon now. Canon. So I don't know how I feel I, about that. I only assume <laughs> um, that Santa's workers are making it happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It was a gift from Santa, that's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so you, you make your, again, tomato soup and take it upstairs to everybody. Yes. Chandra's yeah. got a variety of like some cups and some bowls. So yeah, you yeah. Work. You guys want soup? Clang, 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 clang. Hell yeah. Oh, sure. Soup's Yes. And then like pour it, pour it for everyone. Yeah, it's good. I mean, the pot oh. makes delicious food, so yeah. Is that is it tomato soup? Marza goes in her bag. Really? And she, <laughs> she pulls out some basil and like sprinkles oh, okay. it yeah. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. everyone's soup. Oh, <laughs> I don't need any. Too late, Taz. Thank you already you. ate hers. <laughs> yeah, I already ate. I already ate mine. No lips, baby. Great. I've I've walked in. Yeah, you'll all yeah, yeah. out because the basil makes it. Does Chandri have like a shower or something? No. no. Have you seen Kiki's Silver It's service? literally an old storage room that she yeah. lives in. Okay. Ash needs to take a... Wait, we've been on the road for months. Like, you're used to it. 
We're all stinky. It's fine. We all smell. Creature comforts. There's a big bucket of water outside if you want. Yeah, yeah. if you want to dump yeah. it on your head, by all means. I need to dump. I mean, dump water. Do dragons sweat? Oh no. Mm-hmm. Tazu probably doesn't smell like anything. Yeah. Do trees walk and talk? No. Oh. <laughs> I uh, wash my thing off. Yeah, it, there's a big like barrel that the forge workers use for stuff. It's salt water. That's fine. Yeah, but you can rag off with it and kind of get partially clean. They they do that. So, yeah, where would you like to go first? Temple of Melora. Okay. Everyone? Yeah. All right, let's Agreed. head that way. Um, so Chandri leads you back to the main street, mm-hmm. taking a few turns, and you enter into the boards, which is where the planks of the Stilt City officially start. It's where they meet with land. Uh, you can see uh, there's wooden and stone pylons in the ground that support the boards. Um, and it goes off pretty wide. Uh, the uh, street is still just as wide as it was when it was stone, but now it's a boardwalk that is elevated. And as you continue out, it stays fairly even, though it does have stairs every occasionally that go down or go up. Uh, buildings are on different heights, and you can hear the water uh, coming in. There's obviously, like, you feel where the shore is because you can just hear and feel the water underneath the planks. Just you're like, oh, that's the beach is actually underneath you. And then the rest of the city of Oak, the stilt city, is built over the water uh, on stilts. Uh, this first part of the planks, it's kind of where the beach is. Um, Chandri had mentioned the mud district. It's probably under there somewhere. It's kind of, uh, uh, not talked about. It's the secret that people know about, right? Uh, and all sorts of shady dealings. And then as the city continues forward, there's, there's a lot of people now. It's like 630. People are starting to get up to go to work. Sailors are up going, uh, there's naval people, there's people that are sending their stuff east, there's people going to work in the industry city that all live in the live in the boards, because it's a very much uh, working class type of neighborhood. Um, as you pass through that, you can see the, the change that happens uh, where the city turns into, get my notes, uh, gets to like in the middle you you kind of come up on the cat which is the capital center of the city there's the very large princely seat tower there's a lot more of the princely guard walking around in their uniforms uh it's it's quite luxurious here this is obviously like it's the center of power it's the nicest part of town and spreading out from it you can see the like older money neighborhoods and whatnot that are more stone buildings than just like Tudor. And, and even the ones that are Tudor, it's nicer, thicker wood. There's more design, there's more color. Uh, there's more of the light systems. Uh, there are actually uh, parks built in that you pass by, like mm-hmm. above, that are built on the plank. So there's you know pot, large potted trees and gardens and hanging plants and whatnot that, that in this part of town. It's, it's very, very nice. Um, and you see all sorts of people now uh, as you make your way through the city. It's probably about half an hour. And uh, now there's there's people in robes, scholars. There's uh, uh, wealthy merchants going about. There's political people. There's all sorts of people 
Uh, there's children running errands that have lots of like scrolls in, under their arms that are taking things places. Uh, you do hear like morning calls to prayer from different people. Um, and then you push further past and you can see uh, this, like the cat and then it, its neighborhoods are sit tall and then it kind of lowers down into the neighborhood that's known as the, the boards. And it's kind of uh, a newer part, uh, Chandra, the unit. It's a newer part of the city, I mean, a hundred years. But uh, this used to just be kind of like where dock stuff happened, but that has pushed out even further. So it's kind of a new neighborhood that used to be the docks, and they call it the boards. And you can see the ocean, you can see where the cliff's edge is in, and you can see out, because it's much lower. They're only like one or two stories apiece, um, most of them one. And then it heads out and you can see the docks. And in that direction, you know where the Temple of Melora is, as many, many sailors are patrons of Melora. Uh, Julius. Do we see the ocean? Yes. The wow. Yeah, it's built, the City of Oak is built onto like a bay that has these rock formations that jut out into the water, but, and they kind of form a natural barrier where ships have to come in a certain way, but it opens up and you can see out to the ocean and it, it seems like an endless expanse endless expanse um how, what's a so julius is not just not seen the ocean before julius didn't know such a thing existed a few weeks ago right um what is another way you would describe that to someone who <laughs> is getting their absorbing so much in such little time and trying to process that? Um, I'll say, Julius, you actually find the whole situation rather overwhelming. There's so many people. It's all built and constructed. Like, yeah, there's plants and stuff, but they're not in the ground. Uh, and uh, it's big and there's lots of noise and there's lots of smells. And it's all very, very overwhelming for you. Like you're taken in stride because of you're with your friends. And then like you kind of come through the city, there's a big tower and all this stuff and all these people. Then you go out further and suddenly you just see this like lake that's bigger, that's, that fills up everything that goes further. And it's more water than you've ever seen. And you could hear it moving under your feet and uh, the sea breeze is fresh and the sun is rising out from seemingly, the sun seems to be rising out from the water uh, and because it rises in the east. And uh, I always thought it came out of the ground. Yeah. So it, it's, it's an overwhelming thing. And that you're, being with your friends is what is keeping you grounded. But otherwise you'd be like freaking out. Uh, we're almost there. Great. Okay. Uh, you head out onto uh, the docks into in in proper. Uh, there are you notice. Uh, actually, everybody, give me perceptions just to see what you notice and what you don't. Notice. Mars. Eight. Is What'd you get? Mars is still hungover. She rolled a natural one. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so many people and so many smells and. <sighs> Thirty twenty. Twenty. Chandra, what was yours? Ten. Ten, but you know what it looks like. So uh, Tazu, particularly, you notice there are actually like 
there are docks or jetties that go way out that seem to be like like a finger sticking there. They stick way out and there's big ships that come up to them, like much larger than these ones that are closer. They're, they're pretty good size that are closer on the docks, but there's these several long ones that stick out and there's more in the distance. And then you do notice some ships further out that are even bigger that seem to be anchored in the bay. Um, but it's kind of weird that there's like a lot of boats that are kind of right there. And then there's these like long docks that go out to bigger boats further out. I rolled a 10, so um, I only got 17. Yeah. Uh, Julia says you are, are taking it in. Uh, you you do have, a, there's a pleasant smell that you pick up, Julius, as you're <laughs> taking everything in and you see a sign that says Beady Buns Bakery. And uh, there's uh, a little hedgling out front, which is a, a hedgehog person uh, <laughs> who's just like, Donuts, sweet buns, hot buns. Come and get it. Uh, I, I love him. I, I wave because it just yeah. It kind of. I mean, he's very. He's tiny, so he's very. It's like on a barrel out in front of the bakery, and he waves. Hi. I go. I go up to him and say, "How much for a donut?" Topper. Oh yeah, here we go. Give me two, please. All right, so uh, he just—he's he, the barker. He's like, "Oh, go on inside and get them." Okay, I go in and get a couple donuts. So yeah, Ash, you know, this is uh, there is a mouseling behind a counter um, who's standing on a stool. It's kind of built for medium-sized people, but uh, it does seem to be there's a portrait on the wall of a mouseling family. Uh, there's like a, a grizzled kind of like grizzled looking mouseling, uh, and then two adult mouselings, uh, one that, that looks pretty jolly. And then this little, little squeak, uh, of a mouseling, uh, portrait that looks like you're know, bright eyed and just like <laughs> taken in the world. And, uh, the mouseling behind the bar, uh, she's just like, uh, yes, what, uh, what can I get for you, sir? Hi, I'd, I'd like two donuts, one with chocolate and mm -hmm. one glaze. Great, great. Please. She just reaches down, throws two in a bag, and like they're pretty big for her. She just reaches over and sets other. She's like, all right, two copper. Oh, there you go. She takes your coins and she throws them over, and he's like, all right, uh, thanks for coming to Beauty Buns. Tell your friends. Who should I uh, give my compliments to? Oh, uh, I'm I'm Peta. Um, they're my donuts. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Peta. <laughs> got some good bread here. Oh, I know. It's yeah. uh, it's, it's my like family friends recipe. I'm, I'm running the place. It, it doesn't matter. I'm glad you like it. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Nightly. Her name is Peta. <laughs> so cute. Peta waffle. <laughs> it's not your mom, is it? Hello, that's Jared. so cute. That's your mom, right? No, that's not my mom. No. Oh. It, no. It, it, it's, it's Milo's. Milo is on the portrait, however, because it's his family's bakery. Uh, all right. So uh, as oh, you... It for her Ash comes up with a couple donuts back to you, uh, to, to everybody. I've already eaten half of one. Oh, my God. M Marza just takes it. And just... <sighs> yeah, it's real good. What? What? <laughs> What are you doing? This it's is my amazing. donut. 
thank you for getting this for me. I, I, I guess you really realized how hungover I was. Mm. Did she take my donut and I didn't put up a fight? You know, there's a lot going on, and it was so out of character. It just took you by surprise. It's fine, whatever. She gets a sneak attack on me. Yeah, that does sound really good, actually. I kind of want something too, and Tazu's gonna go inside as well. I'll I'll yeah. follow. Now that I got the smell of it, I'm like, actually, yeah, 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 yeah. let's get more. Let's get more. <laughs> but the hedgling's like, yes, come in, come in. Yes, thank you. Yes, yes. hello. Oh, hello. And I gently <laughs> pet him on the head. <laughs> And he's like, don't, don't pet me. Yeah. They're not pet, but pat. Like. He's like, eh. Ah, ah, oh. okay. Tazio, I'm like, don't, don't pat people, Tazio. Why not? Do you not like it? People. It's, I'm a, I'm a it's rude. Person. I know you're a person. Does, do, do you not like being pat on? Okay, okay sorry. It's okay. Uh, just buy, buy another donut. Okay. <laughs> I'll go up to the person at the counter and be like, can I have one of every flavor of whatever you sell? It all smells good. She, uh, she, yeah, she gives you like uh, a baker's dozen. Oh, yes, I second that. This would be nice to have on the, on the sea. I want to try everything because it all smells good. Oh, they might not last that long. I was going to say, it's going to be a while. Two <laughs> of everything or, or... Two dozen. Yeah, two dozen. I'll have uh, half a dozen. All right. Uh, These are uh, very good. Two copper, four, uh, two silver, four copper. Okay, Miles a pace You have for bread, it. too. You I do. Go. Can I have a loaf of bread? Oh, would you like a round or a long? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Uh, she's, <laughs> she pulls out, uh, there's like a round that she has made and then a longer like French style bread. And she's like, okay, uh, five copper. Okay, thank you. You have like so much bread and <laughs> baked goods. Jarrett. Uh, All right, Ju- should we keep going? Yeah. yeah. Before we go, Julius uh, pokes their head in. Uh, what... Does the what kind of uh, like how big of a place is it? It's what, like the front of the house is designed for medium people uh, to buy donuts, but then everything else behind, like in the back, looks more halfling or halfling mouseling size. You know, small, small to tiny creature size. Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> All right, let's go to the temple. Yeah, y'all are smashing donuts. Every single flavor is delicious. There's, there is no recipe that is bad. From Tazu just takes a bite out of each one to mm-hmm. to taste it, and then like puts them back in the bag to save for later. And then she yeah. takes the baguette, and it's just like, <laughs> it's got that crunch. Yeah, it's got that crunch. Yeah. Um, she tries the, the whatever the I assume it's like a sourdough. Rounded sourdough. Yeah, it's like what <laughs> I. <mean. laughs> uh, so eventually, you come to the Temple of Melora. It's uh, it's the most like natural looking place uh, out here on the docks, where it's got there's lots of plants and planter. You know, there's there's large vessels that contain some trees. Uh, there's actually a fountain that's moving in here that seems to uh, that a- occasional sailors come up and take a drink from. There's like a ladle, um, and they'll wash their hands. 
Uh, there seems to be a, a type of ceremony of like purification that they do. Um, so it's probably not seawater from your perspective. Um, and then it just kind of has an overhang. Like there's a, an interior, but it's fully open. So like a storm could come in and just cover everything. And it's all natural materials inside. And uh, there's a, a, a statue of Melora that, that a few people are worshiping. And then you do see a... Uh, Hold out a minute. Uh, there, there does seem to be a uh, a cleric uh, hanging out, uh, who is uh, a. What do you think, Lilo? Uh, is um, let's make them. What's cool? They're they're an Ar- they're an Aracocra. so they're they're a bird person wearing. Uh, like a shell ne- shelled necklace that like kind of has an iridescence that matches their feathers, and they do have uh, some robes on that seem to go gently with their their wings, uh, and uh, they're just like, ah, welcome to the temple, travelers. Hi, um, it's beautiful. Um, don't think I've ever actually been inside. Uh, we, we come seeking help. Uh, we happened to meet a stranger yesterday who, uh, we think might be in possession of a cursed item, um, an amulet specifically that seems to make him eat compulsively. Um, we don't know this person, but he seems to be very ill. And so we were trying to see if there's someone here who, has been blessed with Melora's gifts who can, you know, make him not cursed. Oh, um, I, uh, I, I could probably be of assistance. Um, I do have, uh, my duties, of course, but, um, do you know what the nature of this curse is? Uh, it seems that it causes this person to eat compulsively. Mm. And, and very aggressive about sharing or anything. Yeah. Like any sort of indication of sharing or community, he gets very out of character aggressive. Um, besides normal greed. And this isn't like a, a dragon who's like just innately greedy and wanting to keep oh. things. It does seem to be a curse. Yes. Yeah. So person's name is Horace Munch. Hmm. Well, let's see if she knows that name. She does not. Uh, can't say I'm familiar. Um, but, uh, but indeed, um, we can, uh, a, a curse is a, a terrible thing. So, um, all right. Uh, I could, my, my duties lead me to the afternoon. Um, is there anything, uh, and it's very, uh, I'm, I'm rather impressed by your uh, desire to help someone you, you don't really know. That's, um, that speaks to your character. Um, is, uh, you d- there is something, uh, as she looks at you, Chandri, and she's like, something does seem to be troubling you. Is um, there something you'd like to unburden yourself with? Yeah, I'm surprised you can tell just by looking at me. I always think I'm pretty calm, cool, and collected, but... um, A lot of people from the sea feel that way. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, so I, um, I came to appreciate Melora's grace earlier this year, and, um, I, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for her. Um, but I, I, I'm not like a, I didn't grow up in the faith, so I don't, I don't know how, how things are, but, um, God, I'm so nervous. I'm never nervous. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a sort of weird out of body experience last night where mm. I saw the face of someone that I used to know um, and she was dead and I felt like I was really there and I was in the ocean and then I woke up and I was soaking wet with cold seawater. Um, nothing like that's ever happened to me before. And so I, it really, really shook me. And now I feel this weird pull to go back to the sea and I can't explain it. And I just, I don't know what's happening. Yes, that would be. I, there's something familiar about that. The, uh, what you are describing has been happening to uh, many folk who have spent um, a less than honest time on the sea. Uh, however, Malora does not judge such things. Uh, was there in your vision? Was was there a name that you heard? No. Um. Uh, in, in the song Chandri, there was mm -hmm. uh, the wave mother was mentioned. Oh, yeah, I, there was a song, mm -hmm. and it mentioned something about the the wave mother. Mm -hmm. And she takes a moment, and she's like. Uh, one second, please. And she goes and she grabs something out of the back and then she she comes back with uh, like a small plant in a pot and then a shell. And she's like, um, do you mind if I just uh, do a little magic-y kind of thing? Magic me up. <laughs> so she, uh, she puts them on either side of you and she kind of like mumbles and prays a little bit to herself and then uh, the the plant seems to shake on its own a little bit, and then the shell begins to throb with a like purple deep energy. And when she, she like opens her bird eye and like stares at it for a moment and looks back at you, hmm. That's troubling. You, uh, you have been connected or have always been connected with someone and they are now connected to something. And as others have come with this similar confession, the wave mother would be Umberly a creature of the deep, a force of malevolence that many who ride the waves pray for her to ignore them or 
sacrifice to her to appease her unslaking thirst. But whoever this is that you saw is connected to a great evil. And unfortunately, her tendrils have made her way to you. I would be very wary. Um, you have Melora in your heart. She can protect you uh, to an extent. But when gods are involved in things, it can be messy. That pull, that drag, it will threaten to drown you. So you need to be very careful. Wow. But your decisions are yours to make. Uh, I know, little dog, I know. Uh, uh, I can bless you as I can, and I can absolutely see, uh, assist you all with this uh, Mr. Munch. I am happy to do such thing. And perhaps an action of goodness will uh, help protect you or bring you more guidance or grace. Um, but there have been others who have come through who have fled the sea because they could not resist any longer of going underneath the waves and returning to this connection, whoever that may be. But I must prepare now. I think that's where we're gonna end this episode of Fables of Refuge. Awesome. <laughs> so thanks for joining us. Uh, the uh, 70 or so folks you are still around, hope you enjoyed uh, some of our storytelling. Uh, this is a live play D&D show if you missed the beginning. And uh, we try to play every week and we hope you liked it. So uh, uh, thanks for joining us. And as always, remember to be kind to one another, but never forget to be kind to yourself. Bye! Bye.
Stables of Refuge is Allie Fitzgerald as Marza, Jared Sullivan as our Dungeon Master, Jess Ayers as Tazu, Carter H. Michael as Ash, Laura Daly as Chandri, and myself, David Carmichael, as Julius. The music for this campaign is made by Brian Metalias. This episode is brought to you by a group of arcane sorcerers, stone-cold monks, elite rangers, and eldritch knights who represent our fine supporters on Patreon. These fine folks have all taken it upon themselves to financially chip in to make it possible for me and everyone to be able to put more time and effort to Fables. Every penny that goes to Fables has gone to improving our consistency, technical quality, and the time to produce more stories for you. You too can get cool perks and roll a natural 20 for an emotional fulfillment by visiting patreon.com slash fablesd20, where you can choose multiple levels of support and gain access to rewards like submitting character names. Hey, we need them. <laughs> Custom full characters. Go above and beyond and make a full-on character that will make an appearance. Or make a character destined to die. Give a character a fatal flaw. Watch that flaw come to fruition and watch them perish. We are regularly working on creating more rewards and perks for heroic backers. So please head over to patreon.com slash d20. That's F-A-B-L-E-S D20. Appreciate it. Thank you. This episode was an uncut adventure, which we live streamed on Twitch and re-uploaded on YouTube, and then obviously posted on your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to keep up with us, consider joining our Discord, where we put all our announcements so you know when we go live, when we re-upload on YouTube, and when it drops here on your podcast platform. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review. I can't wait to read what you put. Let us know what you like about the show, which character is your favorite, what encounter, whether it's roleplay or battle, which one is your favorite. Tell us what you like about our show over another D&D show that you've heard before. If this is your first D&D show, tell us what you're digging about it. All right, until next time, thank you very much.